Yes, I'm the leprechaun. Cool it, okay? I'm the leprechaun. Stop it, all right? Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to an all-new Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brennan McCorkle, and Mike is Irish today, Crawford. What's up, baby? No, no, I'm Irish tomorrow, man. I'm Irish but tomorrow. But this comes out on St. Paddy's Day, so you have to oh, project the element of that. illusion here, buddy. That's okay. I forgot about that. That's all right. We're, we're in, already in the spirit. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> there you go. You're, uh, you got enough spirit for the both of us. Hey, man, it's everywhere on me all the time. That's why I just got tattooed on myself, so I'm like, I don't have to deal with hearing, you didn't wear green today. That was part of the reason why I got a shamrock tattooed on my elbow. I'm like, fuck you, I'll never have to hear that shit again. <laughs> Smart decision. I always used to wear green boxers on St. Paddy's Day. I was like, oh, you want to see my green? That was my pickup line at the bar. And that's my green. I'm going to wear green boxers tomorrow and sag my pants like a 13-year-old. You know, I learned about pants sagging but from Eddie Griffin, where it originated in prison. Yeah, buddy. He's like, that was advertising, son. <laughs> you think it's cool? <laughs> and half these people who sag their pants don't even know that, you know? Yeah. So that's sad day what they're telling other people, but they don't even know what they're saying without saying it. Oh, dude. I saw something even more advertising-wise um, without sagging pants. It was straight up. I saw a hot homeless chick. Like, or not, like, hey. I don't know, man. Like, I think... No, no, I've seen multiple hot homeless chicks, bro. Yeah, like, I, but I'm not talking about, like, the ones down on Venice Beach, like, the ones that got, like, bigger problems, but they're on the beach, so they're, you know, they're looking good. This was... That goes to show you what the weather's like right now, by the way. It's March, it, you know, middle of March, and this chick was walking down the street in a bikini, like a two-piece small bikini, I'm like, oh dang, is she doing like a, like a walk of shame? Does she get out of the pool? Because we're right next to CSUN, you know. And I'm like, oh dang, okay, something's going on here. And then I'm driving up the street, and I was like, wait a second, is that a sweatshirt on her head? She got it wrapped up on her head like a turban, and I'm like, oh okay, okay, you're giving me a face like, eh, sometimes you know people wear shirts on their head. Okay, maybe this will sell you. She was wearing one white shoe. And one flip flop. Tell me that person's not homeless and crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Man. She might have been though. I mean, but if it got warm, she need to come about that sweatshirt. Bro, I mean, it was like ten thirty in the morning. I was running daddy errands. Like this is not the time of day to be walking around in a bikini, sweatshirt, turban, one flip flop, and a white shoe. Just saying. Yeah, and she wasn't like, carrying shit. Like that was just her gear. I'm like, okay. I mean, if she's really homeless, then her stuff is probably somewhere. Like, they don't care. Oh, no, no, I know. Shoot, that's why I was saying it looked like a walk of shame. A homeless walk of shame? Is that the worst kind of walk of shame? You go from tent to tent? It's deep, bro. We might get banned for talking about homeless people, so let's not. Why? There's a ton of homeless people right now. Nobody's installing those sidewalk escalators, so they're just piling up. (laughs) No, there definitely are. And we had a homeless chick, hot chick. 
So, right. And because me and my friend know the city so well, you know, I saw her one day. And so I, the card game, you know, because we play cards all weekend, I brought it up. Like, bro, I was riding down such and such. It was just homeless. <laughs> Why one of my friends gonna say, Yeah, I know, I saw her. I tried to I tried to book her. Like, what? You to pick up the homeless girl with the like with the sign and everything. She's like, Yeah, bro, she homeless what? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Is that okay, is that prostitution if you're like, bro, I'll give I'll go take you to Mickey D's. We go get like six value meals on the way and there and back, you take care of business. If you don't say it directly and just like help a homeless person out and you happen to get some butt in the meantime, <laughs> then we just Oh, you can't have homeless booty. Ew. I mean, you got to take it to your house and let her shower for sure, bro. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Mean, like, dude, I mean, see, that could, like, you can pretty woman the... straight. If you're a nasty guy, you just like <laughs> boat her straight off the corner, bro. Like, like tell her, throw the sign in the trunk. Like, what? <laughs> you're a wild guy for that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. That'd be hilarious, dude. You like take her into Michael's and just be like, here. You have seven dollars. I'll help you make a new sign. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bedazzle the shit out of this thing. It Yo, takes money to make know. money. Let's go. How did we even get here? I don't know, but yes, this is a wild conversation. <laughs> oh, I gotta take off this hood. I'm sweating shit. my ears off. That's a <laughs> you're probably yo. Thing. That is a that is already a sweat box in there, bro. Dude, it's it's legit on? 82 degrees outside right now. Now I'm wearing this <laughs> pajama onesie. Which, by the way, I'm going to walk my kids to school in this. That's fine when you go outside, but being in that box all day, I hope you got the window open, bro, because you're about I to don't. Make for this next for this episode. No, <laughs> it's all good. It's worth it. Some some sacrifices. But I, <laughs> and I'm okay. only speaking from experience because I know that room, my people. <laughs> yeah, this is your room. When you're here. I've been there. All right, so I was looking at this homeless chick in her bikini, and I'm like, all right, good from far, but far from good. You know, it's all good. But then I was also dropping off my son and, you know, there's people walking around. And I noticed, like, the it's been a trend for a while now. But the, the pants, the jeans, but especially, like, the stretchy pants that make girls' asses, like, three feet long. Like, I just need the ladies out there to be sure that the appetizer... Is not better than the entree because if you turn around and have a three foot vagina, whoa, that's a turn off, bro. Make sure those pants fit properly, okay? Like it's so weird. Why would you want your waist to be up under your boobs? Like I get it from the back, but you gotta have some taper cut or something on that because otherwise it just makes like an instant pooch. Even if you don't really have one, you get like a big vagina, and that's weird, dude. High waist pants have been saving women for years, bro. That's the way to tuck the belly, bro. I know, but they usually put the shirts down over it. But now that's not a thing. Now it's like, oh, I'm going to wear my crop top with these. And it's like, well, now (laughs) it's an optical illusion and you're just making your shit look long. It's weird. Listen, and I'm not talking shit on people that have, you know, a little bit extra there. I'm just saying be careful of what you wear. Look, I got a spare tire. I know. I call it my cereal pouch. I call it my cereal pouch. (laughs) With no kids, so... Whatever. Supposedly people like that. I don't think they like that. I think they like a guy with responsibilities, but I don't know. And if if it just so happens that that bod comes with it, that's the thing, is when people get older, especially women, like, they, they hit this tier in life 
usually when they after they've expelled a bunch of them because they realize they're old, it's like, okay, you got to weigh the pros and cons. What sacrifice you're willing to make? You're like, okay, I got to start from scratch. If I leave this dude, what's really out there? Anybody my age should already be successful. You know, it's like you, there's a very few people like you there, out man. there, Mike. It's a lot out there. But there are very few people that have the whole package like you do. A lot of times you got to sacrifice good looks for, uh, you know, steady paychecks. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had the total pay, man. I'm just a regular guy. You on the real. We need the fucking lights on this month, man. (laughs) I ain't leaving your ass. Oh, uh, I will say though, uh, something cool happened at the market the other day. I was at the okay. store doing my standard shit, and I go to get in line, and I'm like, I'm behind somebody, but the check stand next to me opens up, and the checker's like waving me over. I'm like, dude, I'm like, this person's almost done. Like, I'm not. Go ahead, the next person can go. And then, so I go start loading up my stuff, and then this sweet looking Asian dude, younger guy walks up and he's just got a little hand basket and I'm like, dude, go in front of me. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, 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 go ahead. I'm, it's 11 o'clock on a Tuesday, man. I ain't got shit to be, obviously. Do this. <laughs> you know, this is what I'm doing today. Um, so I let him go ahead and then he checks out. Like, he's going to check out and he's like, I'm loading my cart onto the conveyor belt and he's like, can I help you? Like, he was like trying to reciprocate the, you know, the good deed or whatever you will. And I'm like, First of all, it's kind of weird, bro. Like, I don't need you in my cart and shit. But I get the gesture, so I was really flattered by that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So dude checks out, and then he, like, talks to the cashier for a second. I'm like, that was fucking weird, but okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I... Oh, why? If you go to the grocery store all the time, then you probably know your cashier, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I do, but the fact that the guy, like, pulled him to the side after he checked out and, like, got his attention, I'm like, okay, that's weird. But whatever. Maybe he's a weird guy. You know, he had a nose ring. I don't know. So I go I go to check out, and I go to put my card, and the guy's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, is this one of those things where you can't tap and you can't slide? I'm like, fucking whatever. I'll just wait. So then he rings me up, and he was like, hey, before you put your card in, that dude gave me 10 bucks to put towards your bill. He's like, do you know that guy? And I was like, no, not at all. He's like, huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I was like, but hang on, hang on. I don't want it. And he's like, what? I was like, just give it to the person behind me. Like, I fully came prepared to pay for my stuff. It's all good. Like, give it to the next person. And then some lady walks up, and she's got her, you know, couple bottles of wine. She's got her fish. She's got, like, her nice meal for the day. I'm like, cool. Like, that's going to good use. She's going to have fun with that dinner. Like, cool. That's that's good thing. But it also, it was just one of those cool moments where, like, somebody went to pay it forward to me. I went paid forward to somebody else. And... That guy's going to remember that. I obviously am going to remember that because I got experience <laughs> from all different ways. But the lady behind yeah, me is going to remember cool, that. Man. The cashier is going to remember that. And they're going to go home and be like, guess what happened today? And that's the kind of shit we're out here doing. We're pounding the pavement, doing good shit out there, even in our weird ways. That's what we're all yeah. about. And now I love maybe that they can listen to this and know the whole story instead of only knowing it from their one perspective, which is now, which is, you know, fill it all the way out. It's like... The butterfly effect. It, it is, but it can have a. It could be a good thing, a good thing. Positive momentum. Mm, it's good. a real, all, real all deal. Good thing. 
Real uh, good karma, man. Bring yourself some good karma. What I should have done was ask that dude for that 10 bucks in cash so when I was walking out, I could have bought some Girl Scout cookies. These heathens. <laughs> oh, I'm back on the track. Yeah. I know we talk about food and cookies a lot, but so I don't care. I find, love cereal and cookies. Did you find your Girl Scout cookies? Like, did you find the right ones from the right place? First of all, I didn't even look for s'mores, okay? I, I was down where they have different the different distributions, whatever, and I go to the store, and I'm looking for these brownie, caramel-specific Girl Scout cookies. They look soft, even though I don't know many Girl Scout cookies that are soft, so maybe that's, uh, now, you know. Now, I'm about, you said the store, like, you can go buy them at the store. Or no, that's where these kids. ladies camp out. <laughs> okay. Boy Scouts go to the woods, Girl Scouts go to Ralph's and Sprouts. So, 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 you're, so you're little kid hunting. <laughs> no, I was going to the store for something else and they happened to be there. Okay, all right. Anyway, uh, so I'm looking for these. Riding around California looking for little girls. No, we already discussed you can't do that, Mike. Especially me. Like, could you see me going, especially in this outfit? I'm like, any Girl Scouts anywhere, guys? Do we have anybody? I have money. <laughs> no, Don't worry about um, this creep. Who likes the Care Bears? What's the show? What's the show with FX, man? With Taco. You look like Taco. Taco always were out. Oh, that was the league. The league. That's the name of it. The league. Yeah, the league is a shit, dude. Mr. McGiblets. I'm just the, I'm just the uh, Shamrocky version. The Celtics of it. version. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. So I went looking for these damn brownie caramel Girl Scout cookies. And what I stumbled upon, it's like the gates of heaven opened up, Mike. I'm telling you, bro. French toast Girl Scout cookies. <gasps> what? Bro. Do you like French toast? I love French toast. Dude. So, basically what it is, I'm hopefully not going to drool on the mic and short circuit the equipment here. What it is, it's like a big, it's the only cookie that the Girl Scouts make that is the proper size. These pieces of shit. Sorry, I love you Girl Scouts, but this is a fucked up move. You guys make them too small, so you end up eating the whole sleeve. They're like Pringles. It's not good. Once you pop, you just can't stop. Ah. <sighs> Which, by the way, yeah, I invented the short can. I, it was my idea, not invented. It was my idea to have little cans of Pringles you could stick in lunches when I was, like, seven years old. And then they finally came around to it, like, ten years later. Ding-dongs. Anywho. The French toast cookies. They're called toast yays, which, it has yay in the name. You know that's good. So, it's basically, it's the size of, like, a larger uh, Chips Ahoy cookie, but it's in a shape of a piece of bread piece of toast if you will and it's like a shortbread cookie with cinnamon sugar dusting on it and then the back is like a icing like just a thin layer of icing to like give it a little bit of moisture in your mouth dude it is the yeah, business. I, I haven't seen those out here yet, but if I do, I might buy. I'm gonna have to try. Dude, just do yourself a favor and buy two <laughs> packs of them. And by the way, they're they're the regular five dollar boxes too. They're not even the expensive six dollar ones. Which, come on, that's just a joke, man. You can't make them all five, dude. That's just so not cool. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> on the hunt for Girl Scouts cookies. It's supply and demand, bro. Supply and demand. <sighs> I know. French toasted up, though. 
Oh, you know what else is good? We can't talk about that on here. Now they're going to raise the demand, and then they're going to raise the price, bro. So Whatever. Dude, what if we were the first people to get sponsored by Girl Scout cookies? Like, not, not like they just give us cookies. That's all we need. That would be great. <laughs> yo, yo, that doesn't. We don't want Girl Scouts giving us cookies. Like, no, we don't. Why? I don't. Why? Don't you? Like, that just doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> not their cookies. <laughs> Come on, Mike. You're going to get us in trouble. You're saying I'm going to get in trouble? Fucking, you're going to get us in trouble, buddy. Uh, I'm just saying, like, Girl Scouts giving us cookies just doesn't sound right, man. You yeah, but you know what we could do, Mike? We could just come up with a nice storage unit like a self-contained insulated storage unit and save those motherfuckers till christmas when the girl scouts are nowhere to be found and then bam ten dollars a box that's how you do it and guess what if you're buying the six dollar box you get a discount because everything is ten dollars because we're not wieners like those girl scouts we just flat rate it (laughs) So the people who are buying a six dollar box are getting a discount because instead of paying twelve dollars, we're only making them pay ten. That's correct. That's correct. That's a twenty percent discount for those keeping track. So they're still getting overcharged four dollars. But hey, who's keeping count? Supply and demand, baby. Always remember that, people. That's right. That's right. Oh, but guess what I did the other day? I went and did uh, stand up again. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about, guy. How'd it go? It went pretty well, man. I had a lot of fun. It was there's some good comics there, so it was fun just to be at the show, and and that's what I like doing. Like if I'm gonna go do a spot somewhere, like I, I'm going to enjoy the show as well. I'm a comedy nerd, comedy fan at heart. You know, I just oh yeah, I just think I'd be good at it, and you know, it seems to. And if you're not first, still people's jokes. Why not? Oh, that no, worked. Okay. No, 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 no. That's no, the no, other thing is I, I joke. No, you can't you can still like you can't still joke. You can still like the kind of joke. Like, oh, that worked. First the crowd. Okay, I got a joke that's kind of like that. Yeah, you know well, that that's something you you definitely do. Just uh, as somebody trying to break into the business is is you know kind of study like, oh, okay, what hits, what didn't, timing, uh, you know, all, pauses, pace, you know, all that all that stuff. Um, you pay attention to what engages people. That's all. But it's not like, ooh, what was that joke? Okay, let me write a different that joke a different way. That's fuck. You can't do that shit. And if you do, you're a piece of shit. I don't care if you hear <laughs> that. I don't care if you see me. Tell me. I don't care. You suck. But you anyway, suck asshole. No, it was a lot of fun, man. It's like it's officially because I did it twice last year in May. Uh, the first time I did it on a sidewalk during the pandemic and then the second time was at this place uh universal bar grill um out in like north hollywood area and so that's where i went back to universal bar grill and did just did a eight minute spot open mic it was fun and i'm gonna be doing it much more eight minutes sounds like a long time it is it's that place is considered a workout room for comics so a lot of guys go there and gals whoever i say guys i need to start saying comics um a lot of comics go there, local comics go there to just work on new material or polish up what they're working on that week or, you know, something like that. Um, but also just to have fun. It's just like kind of also like a dick around, you know, uh, <laughs> for some people. So it's a lot of fun. It's, it's the crowd that goes there is cool and a lot of people know each other. Um, 
so that's cool. But I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to go to, uh, I think I'm going to go to Liquid Zoo this Sunday, which is like the longest standing open mic in Los Angeles, right off Sepulveda. So okay. I'll be there. I think that's uh, the 19th. That's going to be a busy day. We got a birthday party earlier in the day, but uh, comedy birthday doesn't start till party. 9. So 9 o'clock, Liquid Zoo. Be there or be there on another time. <laughs> be there or be oh, but yeah, just Same check me out, man. I'm gonna be working shit out until I figure it out, and that's a never-ending process in comedy. Thing, so I'm fucking, I'm, sure I'm excited about it. I'm having fun. And then, then I gotta get on the plane so I can come see. You. And I'm laugh even if it ain't funny. So don't worry. Oh no no, no no! I, dude, if, when you come to the show. I'm not going to give a shit who else is there. I'm going to be like just playing to you the entire time. Be like, I will give a fuck about these people. <laughs> and I'm going to be laughing the entire time. Uh, and then if you're not laughing, I'll just say some shit that I know is going to make you upset. <laughs> so then you'll nervous laugh. Because <laughs> unlike the podcast, you can't stop me. You can't be like, hey, man, there's a line. I'll just be like, nope, only one person here has a mic. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Uh, as Mr. Carr would say, you could kiss my whole asshole. <laughs> there you go. You don't like my music. You can press fast forward. Oh, man. So speaking of fast forward, let's uh, rewind. And last week you said... Mitchell Trubisky won't start for anybody, and then this week he's got the uh, most likely the starting job for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do you think the Pittsburgh Steelers are trying out Mr. Trubisky week one? Mm, yes, because I think whoever they're going to draft and try and throw in there, they'll throw in probably week six or seven. Well, there's more than draft people that are options. Mason Rudolph is not options. an option. Mason Rudolph is definitely an option. If they draft... One of the quarterbacks high, that's probably an option. Though Sean Watson is still in the mix as an option. Sean Watson's going to go to Arizona, bro. And then that makes Kyler Murray an option. Kyler Murray's going to go to Houston. But the Steelers are a real option because Deshaun wanted to play for Flores already. And yeah. he likes Tomlin. So Deshaun's a real option for them. Yeah, but I think Arizona's the only place Deshaun can go where a lot of people are just kind of like, it's Arizona. Wild shit happens Pittsburgh here. Pittsburgh the same thing. Man, their quarterback was a rape, like a real rapist. I know. They're going to replace one for another. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you were like, used was... to this. Bring them on in. We won't even yeah, change yeah. the signs in the locker room. It'll just be fine. <laughs> Look, you, at least you only got, you know what I'm saying, accused. He's like pretty much told the world he did it. And like, so he was like, yeah, you're Big Ben, though. You can hold people in bathrooms. Why not? Go ahead. Do your thing, bro. That was the wildest thing, is he just owned it, and people were like, hey, man, that's not cool. And then it fucking went away. <laughs> it's insane. Like, yo, that's not right. But then didn't he, didn't he also crash his motorcycle on purpose like three months later? Yeah, you know, you yeah. do some sad shit, get some, get some sympathy votes. And, it's like he set it saying? up like Kobe Bryant did the Aston Martin jump. He had a buddy drive the car, and he's like, okay, man. Like, let's only do it at 20. Like, I don't want to actually get fucked up, but, like, I'll hit the windshield and bounce off. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know it, bro. Talk about he possibly going to retire. Hey, we weren't going nowhere, dude. We know it was all the plan. You wanted to get him off your back. 
So what do you? Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's just. I, I love Tomlin, but I think this year is his eight and eight or something. You know, like he's gonna be just scraping by. Uh, they're winning five hundred. They're gonna be five hundred at yeah. least, and or eight, eight, either eight and nine or nine and eight because of the fucking. I think Malik Willis can beat Trubisky out. Like Trubisky's not starting for Pittsburgh, bro. I just don't see that. Yeah, I don't know. So that being said, he was talked about going to the New York Giants, but now they're signing Tyrod Taylor. Do you think? Tyrod's going to actually get a shot to battle for the job, or is he just again? If they do, I think he'll win. But for I sure. Dude, Tyrod I mean, Taylor is like the most good. underrated, like, 1B quarterback that's been in the league for the last, like, four years, in my opinion. <laughs> like, he's, dude, he gets in and he does work. He does. And he by the way, at Virginia Tech, if you ever saw him sling the ball, that kid has a fucking cannon. He'll rip your arm uh, off, dude. I had to deal with it twice. Oh, yeah, that's right. You saw it up front. Dude, yeah, yeah. he has I one of the very pins. few, like, like wrist cannons that, dude, it's insane. I don't know. I, it, I think if Tyrod Taylor wins the job or if they give him the opportunity to win the job, which he would, the Giants would be exponentially better by like four games. I don't want that. I want Daniel Jones. Leave it. Give oh, Daniel I know Jones you're to in the Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, but so how do you feel? You you kept Demarcus Lawrence because nobody wanted him, and then Randy Gregory fucking left at the last second. You know what I'm saying? Like we signed Demarcus Lawrence, but it was only ten million a year, so that's not much for Demarcus Lawrence. I'm cool with that. And then. Randy Gregory, give him a contract, and he talking about the language in it because of the suspension shit. So he went to you, fucking coward, bro. <laughs> He's like, I know I'm a shit bag. I cannot sign that contract that says I'm not getting paid if I get suspended. So I'm for sure like, getting suspended. And then we, I thought we would still have our two receivers. Cedric Wilson will be the three once Gallup got back, and he signed with Miami. I'm reading. What in the hell is the Cowboys doing? Connor Williams uh, is gone, but Connor Williams wasn't going to start anyway. He gets to me. Yeah, you were sick okay of him. With, yeah, I'm okay And then you replace him with the Amari Cooper trade, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But I need him to move. I need Lyle to play that spot, but then they're talking about trading him. So we'll see. I don't know what they got planned for the draft, but hopefully they have a plan and they're not just moving pieces around and going, okay, we'll figure it out at the draft, which Jerry Jones is going to do. I honestly honestly believe what they're going to do, depending on how the draft falls. If Devin White falls to us, I think they're going to draft him and move Micah to a a DM full time. Mm. Huh. I'm not not totally opposed to because he eats, man. Yeah. I hate him playing linebacker. Even but he's like everywhere. He's everywhere. I, I love him being able to blitz from that position, though, because he gets yeah. to pick and choose where he goes compared to having a hand on the ground. Yeah. But besides that event, it's like, I want him to eat, man. Like, what do we – I don't want him in coverage. See, but what – yeah, see, but here's the thing. It, it would be duplicatively uh, beneficial for them if he did play, like, a roaming – defensive end position where they're just like, look, we're stacking three down and you just kind of wander back and forth and you go in whenever you want to go in, but that's Mm -hmm. your job. But that would definitely save him on the part of his energy. If he's not chasing guys down in the secondary, you know what I mean? Like that, that gives him much more like if that dude is 
at a 85% tank in the fourth quarter coming after Mitchell Trubisky. Woo! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and um, and Jabril Cox should be back next year, so he'll play one. Of the, he'll play linebacker, and I like his athleticism. He gets sideline and sideline. So I'm not that worried about the Grand. I'm mad about it though, because Randy Gregory, though, we stuck by you through all your bullshit. Yeah, you did. And to dick us over like that, like we were. Oh, you were suspended 12 times. Like we stuck by you. Now that weed's legal, so you can smoke your weed and still play. You're like, oh fuck it, I'm going to go to Denver. Well, Colorado was the first people to make weed legal, so you probably went out there because you wanted the good weed, That's bro. Right. Which is cool. You should have just said that instead of taking out a contract. We actually put out a post that he re-signed with us. I know. Like, they posted that shit. I was the right there. <laughs> you got Charlie yeah. Brown with the football. You know. So, speaking of Denver, Russ is there now. Russell Wilson in Denver. Is that just automatically put him? That's a hell of a division, bro. It's going to be. They got Russ and Randy Gregory to go with Nick Chubb, that defense that was already good. And they gave up their defensive tackle. But that's Noah Fant is kind of a big loss. I'm not going to lie. Noah Fant's pretty. I like Noah Fant. Me too. But they gained Russell. So, you know what I mean? But then. See what San Diego did, re-sign Mike Williams, adding. They signed Mike Williams to way too much money. Mike Williams hasn't done shit ever. Yeah, but twenty million is nothing because Christian Kirk highest year is eight hundred yards. He just got twenty one. Yeah, Mike Williams at least had double digit touchdowns back to back seasons. He deserved twenty easily with his eyes closed, based mm. on the market. Yeah, I guess so. I guess the market's just so far out of whack that I'm like. Man, what? that is Christian Kirk just signed a contract for twenty one million dollars a year. If I was Devontae Adams, five less I'm than Devontae, nothing yeah. less than thirty. Like I want thirty. If you give him twenty one, I'd be putting like fifteen hundred yards up. I'd just act for forty two because I'm double. That's what I was gonna say. I wouldn't be surprised if he walked what? in the room like uh, this is gonna be rough for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yo, y'all should call them and be like, why did y'all sign him today? Because this is about to hurt. Like. All the next receivers that the next contract that are good are going to grab Christian Kirk's contract and say, the most yards he's ever had is 786 with 77 receptions. Bro, I want my money to whip his out the water because yeah. we are not, it's not close. Like, bro, he's getting like Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper money. What? Well, Amari Cooper sucks and Michael Thomas doesn't play, so. You know, fine. Mark Cooper is pretty bad. I'm okay with us the fact that we traded him, but he was making twenty million a year, bro. Like, yeah, it wasn't worth that. He's had two good seasons, and that was both when he was like playing for a contract. That's it. Man, he's an Adrian Beltre of he's the a, NFL. He's a twenty million dollar receiver based on the market. Yeah, based on the market, that doesn't say shit. <laughs> I'm just saying based on the market. That's how you have to. Because Dak is not worth forty million, but he's making it. Yeah, based on the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I get that. But, all right, so, <laughs> TV12, back in action. We called that this right TV away. TV12, baby. 40 days, though? I thought he would at least let it play out, but he couldn't because he wanted his people back. Yep. <laughs> and not only did he get all his people back, they also signed Russell Gage. That was low-key the best signing of a wide receiver I've seen in a long time. 
Yeah, but they didn't get because they didn't get the the running backs haven't resigned yet, and the guy just still retired, and the other one went to Cincinnati. Who did? They just traded for the guard from New England, so they replaced him. Fournette left? left. Hey, hey, whoa! Did Fournette leave? He didn't leave yet, but he didn't resign with them. All yet. right. Well, if they resign him, then they're solid as a rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but I don't, I don't think I think somebody might offer him more money than they do. Maybe, but if he wants to win. If he wants to win, he goes somewhere and help him win. What you talking about, buddy? Yeah. I don't know. That was his big thing with the Jags. He's like, you guys suck. Fuck you guys. I'm not running. They didn't They didn't want him anymore because he sucked. Well, it was a let's, mutual. Let's not, get, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Leonard Fournette was good because he played with Tom Brady. Let's not, let's not do this. He was a so fantasy old. beast for a couple of years, dude. Beast. Yeah, because he catches out the backfield and Tom Brady with the noodle arm left on it to backs. And no, I'm saying on the Jags before shit went sideways. Because they were so bad, they ran him 500 times a year. Exactly, and then he's not going to get worn out? Come on, bro. Come on. Give him a little more credit than that. They're treating him like Jim Brown. Give him the ball. First down, second down, third down, punt. That's all it was. But he wasn't helping them win. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All righty. Uh, you ready for March Madness, homie? I am not at all. As ready as I'm going to get. We look like we can get to the Sweet 16, bro. We, look like we, can we being something. the North Carolina Tar Heels. I'm just saying yes. it for people that aren't watching or don't know you, motherfucker. Come on. Just, look at me like that. No, I wasn't looking at you. I was showing the hat. Okay. I wasn't it's looking like, at dang, you, Dang, bro. Come on, man. Don't get no, all feisty no. with me on St. Patty's <laughs> Day Eve. <laughs> you know I'm ramped up already. Who y'all got the first round? We're playing today. We're playing in the play-in game. So, fucking. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame's in the play-in oh, game. That they're one-point favorites. Ooh, Rutgers is tough. Yeah. So, I don't know if we're even going to make it. Well, I mean, we kind of made it, but that's also like being the smartest kid in the idiot class. Like, really? (laughs) Does that count? I don't think so. (laughs) Let's go. You're on the honor roll. That guy licks his shoes. You know, like, it doesn't matter. You're in the ACC, so I'm rooting for you, man. Well, who do you think is going to win it all? I think Arizona actually has a chance to just, like, their bracket. That's weird as shit because that's my pick. Is it really? Yes. All right, then I guess that's where we're throwing it down on. Because, yeah, Arizona, like, the seeding, they just, I mean, Villanova doesn't scare me. Michigan is going to be a, a fucking weird, weird game. But if, if they end up winning. They're not as good as, like, they're just not that good. This I don't think they're that good, but I've seen them on multiple occasions this year. Fuck up top 25 teams. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know who it is. It depends on the day. It does. It does. Cause they, they got a couple guys that can get hot, and they got the big guy. So, yeah. I still think Arizona would beat them, but I don't know if that would take too much out of them because it would be such a Michigan different game. I think scores enough points for Arizona. Yeah. Arizona's an 80, an 80 or better. And that's the problem. They can defend good enough, but they got 80 points in for you. Like, they yeah. had three or four legit bucket getters on their team, led by Mr. Matherin. Yeah, I would say my Yeah, that's my pick. That's my that's my pick. That's my pick too. I think Gonzaga's gonna not make it to the Sweet Sixteen. I think they're gonna get bounced. 
You think so? I think so. I don't think they're I as think good I, as... If, if, if Imani was playing, I would have him going home in the second round. But I don't think he's playing. I don't think his back is going to be good enough to play. But if Imani was playing, I would I would pick I would pick Memphis to send him home in the second round. Yeah, I don't know. I just they still got a chance. Play. Memphis Memphis is pretty good, and they're going to physical check. Like they got that's the thing. Men on that and, team, and Tammy proved it last year that he is soft. That boy is yeah. soft. So I'm telling you, they can rough him up. I don't think Zags are going to the Sweet 16. That's that's my that's my upset. And then Zona Zona's a one seed, so that's not like a wild prediction but um there i think they're gonna win it that's my pick to win anyway it's my pick to win it too and this is about that time because they always win one randomly every once they in really do they really they do it's like every like six to eight years you're like where the yeah. fuck did they come from <laughs> like jason terry what yeah <laughs> my baby what huh like yeah I'm telling you. Yeah, All right. So same page on that, dude. Well, hopefully I don't do what I've been doing lately in golf, man. Oh, my God. I think I'm turning into a cooler. Like, I swear to God, anybody I bet on, it's like Morikawa at uh, Riviera. Like, the dude he, that wins at the 36-hole record, the first 36 holes. Hovland was in this uh, in the past week, a week and a half ago. Like had the tournament won and just broke down two days in a row and ended up giving it away. And then I had a few bets at the Players Championship this weekend, and a couple of the guys did okay. Like the guy that won had a weird blonde pencil mustache and a mullet, so I was like, "All right, if anybody's gonna win, that's cool that you did because I bet golf people hate that." But <laughs> it was like I had a dude going into the last day, the final day, which was Monday because it was delayed because of rain. He was three shots off the lead. <clears throat> and the guy in the lead was like somebody that's not necessarily considered one of the top golfers. Like, obviously, it's they're professionals, so they can win on any day. But I was like, okay, we got a chance. And I was like, all right, man. So I just threw it out there on social media like, all right, dude. Will Zalatoris, here we go, man. I got your back. Let's do this. First hole, double bogey. He goes two over, and I'm like, oh, shit. What did I do here? And then I had somebody else. I had Shane Lowry, who was, again, like three or four back. And then I'm not watching it, not watching it. I'm like, you know what? While I exercise, I'm going to throw it on the background. It's golf. I can have the sound off, listen to music, and just, you know, keep an eye on the scores. Kid you not, I turn it on, and the dude drops, like, three sto strokes in five minutes. I'm like, whoa, my gosh. <laughs> So I don't know if it's just golf or if people should stay away from Arizona and double down on the Zags. I don't know what this is. We'll all find out at the end of this tournament. <laughs> Man, hey, if you're the cooler, then I need to put my money on somebody else, bro. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Arizona, they go home early. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully not. So, so as you put your money in, they going home with you March Madness coming up. 16, one to sixteen out. How <laughs> how many games do you usually watch? Do you usually just throw it on and just have them all going all the time? Yes, but I can't do that this year at the job that I got. So usually, obviously, I'm like customer service manager or whatever. So I ain't really doing that. I'm at my desk. I got three tops working. Yeah. Oh my god, crazy with it, bro. Now I'm just like, eh, I'm going to try to sneak some of my phone, 
And then when you get home, <laughs> double TV, double computer, get it all going. Yeah, I think I'll have check, three. I think check shit on your three. phone. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have three running. And I'm going to put, like, dollar bets in on, like, six, seven, ten game parlays because it's going to be so many games in one day. Yeah. These first two days. Catch me a couple parlays. Get lucky, man. That's the other great thing about March Madness, the first, you know, two days, is it's like if you lost all your bets by 10 a.m., you could still make another 30 bets that day. <laughs> you know, like, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, man. Give me about $12 on there, a whole bunch of 50-cent and dollar bets. I'm going to get up trying to win. It only... It, it only happens every six years because of leap year, but uh, St. Patty's Day starting the March Madness tournament is like it's like euphoric, dude. It's just like have basketball on in the background all day, have music blasting. Remember that when I get off work tomorrow, cooking safe out here, man. So people gonna be getting jizzy already. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. While you're out, please be safe. Don't drink and drive. Rideshare is so easy. They have services where if you did bring your car. They, I don't know what it's called, but they'll drive one of those silly little scooters, those fold-up scooters to where you're at, fold it up, put it in the trunk or the back seat, drive you home, and then scoot away in your own car. Like, your own car will be in your driveway. Look it up. Plan your night. Plan your day. Be safe. <laughs> have fun. Fucking tear up the town. I actually just decided, like, I think that I'm going to do Instagram Live, like, all throughout the day, just randomly. Sometimes it'll be like a minute or two. Sometimes it'll just be on while I'm cooking. Like, I'm just going to fucking throw it out there. Just whoever wants to hang out with me on St. Patty's Day can. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. This is it, man. It might be. Maggie, Maggie just joined the episode. Somebody That's okay. She's watching Rin Tin Tin, Canine Cop. No, somebody's walking their dog outside my house, and Maggie, I don't play that, bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wake up, Maggie. I think I've got something to say to you. That's one of my favorite songs ever, Maggie May. Anyway, uh, what else? All right, what you watching? Did you catch up on some shit before you March Madness, or are you like behind the eight ball with all your no, all your I'm television? Just my shows, man. Same show. You know they come on every week, so I don't really got time for anything else. I got a show for every like day of the week, bro. What? So. All right. So what's Mondays? It's Mondays. Yeah. See if you can remember um, your TV schedule. So I record everything. So Mondays I watch probably All American. Okay. There's a new All American. And, you know, that's probably two hours of TV. So that's enough TV for one day. Wednesday just uh, married at first sight. And they uh, that's a two hour episode in itself. So yes. Thursdays are Law and Order back to back. That's two hours. And then two days that I watch another recorded show, or I watch Netflix, depending on how I'm feeling, or basketball too. What about and Love Is Blind? Have you finished mm-hmm. that? That's yeah, that's already done. that's been banked. <laughs> yeah, that's banked. What about Snowfall? Have you started that yet? Since it's on the new season, no. or are you still waiting? No, I'll probably start watching that on Tuesday. Snowfall. Okay. I gotta get up to get five or six episodes in, man, because having to wait a whole week for an episode is, which is why I don't watch nothing once all my shows start, like the new season, because once they get five or six episodes in, I start watching them. I got a lot of stuff to watch, and I still gotta watch all my sports and all my sports talk shows, which is Skipping Shannon and uh, Nick Wright. I watch both of those, and they're three hours every morning themselves. So, see, I was just about to commend you. 
I was just about to commend yeah. you on watching only two hours of TV a day because I think that's about a fair amount. And then you're like, oh, well, actually, that's just when I'm at home at night. In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> in the morning before work, on my phone, on the way to work. Like, yeah, bro. Watch a lot of stuff on TV. Watch fan, I mean, mock drafts. Got to see what, what the Cowboys might do. But our mock drafts should change after all this shit we didn't lost. So that's like, the thing is, don't, like... Look at the mock draft, like, starting a week before, and then start tracking it. Like, it's ridiculous, bro. I don't yeah, know. Man, you do what you want, whatever entertains you, but that's what I do, is I barely start looking until, like, a week before. I know, I know it makes no sense to look, man. I'm just a fanatic, man. What can I say? I like it. It's good to have something that you're passionate about. Everybody should. And what's Bust Down about? Bust Down is fucking hilarious, dude. It's... Uh, there's these four black people. There's this one lesbian, one gay dude, and two other dudes that all work in a casino. And they're all friends, and it's just about the weirdness and shenanigans that they get into. Dude, it is brilliant. I'm telling you, it is so well written. It is incredible. It's another show that I heard about yesterday that I got to figure out the name of, and I'm going to tell you about it so you can watch because it is fucking hilarious. I've seen clips of it. It's fucking hilarious. I can't think of the name right now. So can you describe it? it? Maybe I can guess. Bust Down is on Peacock, by the way, which Peacock is no, becoming one of my favorite streaming I services. I think this is on like Hulu, and it's on. Um, oh, then I I don't know. I don't know. It's like, who am I? What? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll figure it out. I don't even want to tell you the wrong thing. So I'm just going to figure it out. Is it on I'll Hulu or Hoo Hoo? Which one are you watching? I think it's on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> All that shit, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, it's dumbass streaming services. Taking all my damn money. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. But, I mean... They're all coming out with really good shit. They've just realized that, like, movies aren't big anymore, so they're investing, like, millions of dollars into TV shows and their own movies, and it's, like, they're competing with each other at it's, a very high level. It's awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's making the money, too. So what? It's putting out good, good content, good stuff to watch. Like, I used, I used to only watch sports because I'm, like, 95% of the shit on TV is boring. It sucks. Not anymore. Not anymore, man. Coming, you know, <laughs> coming with the pain on this stuff. Oh, you're going to have to wait a little while to watch the Batman on streaming services, but I figured, uh, I kind of teased it last week that I'd give it a little bit of a review. I'm not going to go too crazy to where you get upset about it. I heard it, it was but... bad. So listen, no movie should be three hours. Like, Gladiator was three hours, and that was like one of four movies that's allowed to be three hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's you have to really 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 make sure that you have the story and here's the thing the story is slow as shit you could have easily cut out an hour and been like mm, should it have been two hours I don't know that should have been the debate so that's my first knock on it three hours is just too fucking long for a movie dude I don't care if it's the Batman like the Dark Knight is one of my favorite movies ever. It's a little over two hours, but you're engaged the whole time. I mean, the first five minutes, the opening scene where they're robbing the bank is like some of the most captivating five minutes in cinema for me. So anyway, I know that's silly and, and you know, pretty dense as a movie watcher, but I don't give a shit. I like what I like. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm with you, man. I don't but, like that shit either. Dude, like, so here's the thing. Robert Pattinson is Batman. When he's Batman, he's actually pretty good. He's a pretty good Batman when he has the suit on. The problem is, when he doesn't have the suit on, 
he just looks like somebody you want to punch. And you shouldn't want to punch Batman. You should be like, fuck, Batman's cool. But you're like, ah, I just kind of want to punch this guy. You know, and that's not all right. I don't care for it. That's not what Batman should be. Like, the Bruce Wayne version is just, ugh, it's not great. Um, all the characters were okay. Catwoman, uh, Zoe Kravitz, she was by far the best character. But it was weird because Catwoman had the biggest swinging dick in the entire movie. Like, the whole time she's like, hey, let's go fuck some shit up. And Batman's like, wait a second. No. And then it wasn't like he had a backup plan. He's just like, we're not doing that. Like, he did that seven times throughout the movie. We're not doing that. Okay, what's your plan? We're just going to do something else. Like, come on, man. And then I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. Like, Alfred's supposed to be a big part of the story. His butler, his caretaker, whatever, after his parents died. And the dude that played Alfred did a great job. But I tell you, I shit you not. The motorcycle, the headlight on Batman's motorcycle got more screen time than Alfred did. For whatever reason, anytime this dude got on his motorcycle, because that's how he tailed people and followed people, it was like they had they focused in on the taillight every time he like turned on the motorcycle, and then as he was driving, they just made it very clear that everything else was dark and you only saw the headlight. I get that part. But every time he sits on the bike, you gotta zoom in on the headlight. Like, come on. That's ridiculous. You know it. I thought that was a poor man. choice. They gotta sell that shit. It was not a good selling point. It was a regular motorcycle. It was not a bat cycle. It was like a regular old Indian motorcycle. You know, like it was not anything special. And also, the way that they did the Batmobile, it's like covered up. And they give you a little glimpse of like the front bumper, whatever. One time he's walking through the Batcave and you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then they show it a couple of times from different angles. It's basically just like a weird like half car with a big blower on the back and then like sheet metal on the front. It's like, it's nothing mm -hmm. special. So those are my gripes with this movie is just like, you know, it was very, very drawn out for no reason. And it was Spare like, man. it was I'm not, sell you. if it was meant to be methodical, it was the kind of methodical where you want to go to sleep and you shouldn't want to go to sleep in a Batman movie. So, that's kind of what I didn't like about it. Now, what I will say about me giving it another chance and after reflection, kind of feeling a little bit different about it. The first time I saw the Christopher Nolan series that has Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises is when I first saw Batman Begins, I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool, but it's kind of slow. Um, you know, even though it's really not, it's but it's the origin story. So then I put myself back in those shoes and go, okay. When that one first came out, you were like, eh, I don't know. Even though I think it's exponentially better than this one. Batman Begins is way better than the Batman. <laughs> that being said, what they set up could possibly deliver if the second one comes in with some heat, like the Dark Knight did. Same thing with the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Like, the first one was all character set up, and they're just, you know, people make fun of it. Just hobbits walking through grass and mountains and stuff yeah but you you have to attach yourself to these characters in a very deep way that made sense because it, even though they were walking it was like you had to take in the environment the journey you had to take in the interactions that they had to do all little and small like every detail mattered in that so it made sense that that was a methodical slow burn and then the second one 
of Lord of the Rings, the two towers was like all fighting. It was just all the crazy action scenes you could ever want. Dark Knight did the same thing. The second one was very like intense when the first one wasn't. And then the third one, like Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Dark Knight Rises, it kind of has its bat. That's where it tries to balance out where it pulls the story together and you still have the action because action still, you know, coming off a big culmination in the second movie. So that being said, I'm going to give this, you know, the second Batman will in this series will definitely determine how I feel about the first one. Like it was worth going through that diatribe and garbage in order to get to this one. But if the second one sucks, I am so out and I'm going to be pissed about it. And I don't even know how long I got to wait to see that. Like they just announced the that they were doing another don't one. I even know when it's coming out. <laughs> I got to wait three years to be pissed off. This sucks. <laughs> anyway that's my spiel on the batman but i do highly recommend bust down and i'm also still watching vikings valhalla to go to sleep because that's the way i roll i love that shit vikings something valhalla. dude something about uh just medieval murder soothes me lets me go to sleep oh well considering it is saint patty's day when this comes out march 13th uh this week's playlist is going to be a Black Irish St. Patty's Day 2022 playlist. We're going to... I did this... Uh, did you say March 13th? March 17th. Oh. I might oh. have said March 13th. I don't know fucking anything. <laughs> 317, baby. That's when it is. So, uh, it's just a mix of all kinds of crazy shit. So, last year, I did Irish Punk. I'll still put that playlist up if anybody wants to hear it. That's more traditional Irish songs and just punk music. Um, this time it was random. There, it's more like Irish funk and punk, and there's all <laughs> kinds of. It's more Black Irish. It's it's the way my schizophrenic brain thinks when I'm putting together a playlist. I'm like, what else would I like to listen to? Oh, I want to put this in there. Oh, we got to put some Parliament up in this thing, and then it'll go I'm back to like the Irish ago. tenors, and then Dropkick Murphys will come in, and then maybe some Montel Jordan. You don't know what's coming at you. But it's coming from all sides. So I'll put up both playlists. Have some fun with it. You know what I did do, though? I re- <laughs> I'm such a Tupac fan. I like anytime I can incorporate Tupac into something, I want to. <laughs> but I realized this about Tupac that's not true about many other artists. Is putting Tupac in a playlist completely changes the dynamic of the playlist, even with just one song. It like disrupts the entire flow of shit. He was just that unique in the way he delivered shit you know what i mean because i could put some biggie on there that thing flow right in there put some jay-z in there i could even put some ice cube or some dre in there but for whatever reason you put in tupac in a playlist and it just completely shifts gears out of nowhere so there will be no tupac on this playlist but just go listen to him anytime anyway it's always the stuff you know what I mean? Always the good stuff, my guy. All right. Well, on that note, uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to have a good day. We're going to have a good St. Patty's Day. I hope you do the same. Be good to each other. Don't be an asshole. Don't drink too much. Call into, si- call into work sick if you need to. Fucking let them know tonight. If you're going out there and you're partying down, you're like, fuck, I probably can't make it. Just let them know. You're an adult. You got paid time off, sick days. Just be like, hey, you know what happened. I ain't coming in tomorrow. Just be safe, all right? Make sure you love each other, take care of each other. Just remember that everybody's here together. 
We love y'all, all right? Happy St. Paddy's Day. Mike, I love you more than most, dude. Take care of yourself. I love you too, I bro. can't wait to see you. Everybody, take care. On that note, peace.